Hey, Boss Bench Babes. Today, we're going to have an awesome conversation all about creatives. Uh, This is a thing. It's It's nearly 2022. And if you do not have a creative person on your team or that you're working with, you are about to miss the boat. The boat is taking off without you. This is this is a legit thing. So let's dive into this conversation and we're going to share everything that you need to know. Let's do this. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Hey, boss, so how's it going? Um, you know, our typical shit show on batch recording days. How did this even happen? I don't know. We had a, we had a very solid plan in place. And once again, our plan has been foiled. Uh, the best part about it is that we were so concerned about construction noise, which we had some. Uh, and that was the least of our worries today. It's actually at the moment, like super fucking quiet in it's the backyard. It's sunny and peaceful and it's nice. So this has been interesting. Uh, yeah. And then we had internet issues this time. All of a sudden, never had internet issues. Do we need to sage our podcast? Maybe. Life? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe Can we someone need to do that. Yeah, maybe. I've got sage in my. I got sage in the cupboard right there. Oh, that cupboard has everything. That's it an does. amazing cupboard. Yeah, we can sage the shit out of the <laughs> podcast equipment for we the next something. episode. Maybe. Maybe. Couldn't hurt. Yeah. Otherwise, we are doing it. So. So let's do this. So we're gonna chat all about hiring a creative for your team, your real estate team. What that looks like, the process, like when to know to do it. Um, let's be honest. This could be for any entrepreneur. Any entrepreneur, yeah. Right. You're, ac- you're actually completely right. Any entrepreneur who wants to stop wasting their freaking time and uh, have someone do it that knows what they're doing. But um, no, really, to help you, to help yes. you along the way. And so we're gonna share all about that today. Sound good? Uh yeah. Okay, so why don't we start with? I think it gets really confusing. Of there are so many different roles now in this creative world that they kind of get morphed together. Like, and I wear about six hats. So, and, and I didn't even know all these. I didn't even know all these titles existed. Let's be honest. Before okay. you and I started working together, let's be honest. Until like maybe a month ago, I didn't know all these hats existed. <laughs> I'm like, what? You're you have the creative title. Can't you do this? And Chrissy's like, oh, my God. I'm going to have a heart attack. <sighs> and when, like, we're on our web call with Ian, our web guy, shout out to Ian and Caitlin. Uh, I, the, uh, I know, Beth, I'm, I need help. So we're in the process of actually expanding our creative team, which is really exciting. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so let's kind of chat about the ones, the most popular ones, the ones that if you have a small business or real estate team, you're probably looking at and just sort of start there. 
First, I want to be a marketing director, and basically their responsibilities are marketing communication strategies, super basic there. They prepare like marketing plans annually, quarterly, monthly, however that looks, depending on your business, events, set budgets, analyze market, that kind of thing. So they really, it's the heading up the marketing, the marketing side. Then there's the creative director. And these two uh, roles get very much meshed together. They're very, very different. Not to say someone can't do both, right? Yeah. I do both right now, but they're actually really different. So creative director is a person that makes high level creative decisions and oversees creation of creative assets, such as advertisements, products, events, logos, social media, that kind of thing. Um, they can also do a little copywriting, designing, art direction, that kind of thing as like kind of subs to their role. It's pretty much what they do. Beth, do you want to take any of these or do you want me to keep going? Um, I feel like this is in your wheelhouse. Okay. So, so next, don't let me botch this up. <laughs> so next one would be like a social media strategist. And this one gets bulked in with a social media manager or content creator a lot. So social media strategist is basically they deal with the bigger picture of your social media. So they're thinking about thinking about things like how certain posts will fit into your big picture, the rest of your marketing campaign. They build plans. They, you know, tell you what's working. They're a little more focused in analytics. So it's like more of an overall look at what's going on with your social media. And then you have the actual content creator who could potentially be creating content for you. Um, or you're working directly with them to create your content. So they maintain your social media daily. They're on there most likely daily, making sure your things are getting posted or it's a combo effort of you and the the company or the person that needs the posting. Um, they respond to messages. They manage the content that's going out. They deal with a lot of keywords, hashtags, that kind of thing. And they just really make sure that stuff is getting um reviewed, metrics are being measured, conversion is actually happening. So essentially they would work really closely with your marketing and creative director too. So that's that one. Yeah. Then we'll just go to photographer, videographer. You know that, you know what those are. Yes. Photography, videography. Yes. Copywriter. Um, That's another really big one. So brand voice is super, super important. And my, I just recorded an episode with Kayla Hollitz on uh, the importance of copywriting and your brand voice. So definitely check that one out. But a copywriter is someone that's going to essentially, copywriter or copy editor is going to write your copy, make sure it's on brand voice or help you with your copy to make sure it stays on brand voice, to make sure that you're using the correct words for marketing, um, that you're gonna actually reach your clients correctly. It could be something as simple as saying like investment versus price, like those type of things. They're being aware of all of that in your copy, making sure it has like a total feel to it. Uh, and then you have your visual designer, your brand stylist, graphic designer, who I'm gonna, I'm gonna bulk that all together. Um, they're the ones that are responsible for the actual styling and identity of your visuals. So Allison of Allie Marie Design does all of ours right now. But so any of those templates that go out on social media, your logo, your um, like the design of your business cards, your website, all that kind of stuff, that's all going to get bulked under that category. So that's as quickly as I can get through all those titles, Beth. <laughs> uh, are you feeling overwhelmed yet? <laughs> like <clears throat> hand in the air? Um, there's literally not enough hours in the day to do everything that's required on the creative side of things. And if you're not if you're not in the creative space and posting on all of the platforms that you need to be on, 
you're you're missing out a huge segment of the population that you're not reaching with your business. And you know, a huge, huge piece of that too is uh, we talk a lot about this is repurposing a content and making sure that that goes across all platforms. I actually just recorded a show on this as well about um, if you're stuck, like what to post essentially. And this this kind of touches on that. But this, you know, having a creative role, whether they're wearing all of these hats, they're wearing one of these hats, they're wearing a couple, yeah. um, whether you have multiple people or just one person on there helping part time, a VA, um, if you have a full time person, multiple full time people, whatever that looks like for your team. They are going to be responsible for keeping you on track and accountability, making sure things actually get posted. So it's really, it's so important to making sure that they can cross over all platforms. That is a huge weight as a solopreneur, as someone that is running a a team of real estate agents, or if you're just an entrepreneur in general, you've got to set aside a chunk of time to get this done, which can feel overwhelming. I, I just, like, yeah, like even this conversation gives me anxiety. <laughs> and I'm sitting across from you. <laughs> I'm like, I, you know, Christy and I have talked about this and really a real estate agent can, I, I'm going to just go on a limb and say, you're probably not going to do all of this well. If you're a great realtor, generally speaking, you don't have enough manpower hours to handle all the creative things that need to get done in order for you to build a brand. So it's just not going to be your strong suit. Uh, something to kind of bring up here. So if you're a full-time agent right now and you are actually executing your social media, your email strategy, um, you're executing your brand correctly, you know, all that kind of thing, and you don't actually have someone helping you at least, you're not a full-time agent. You're not actually like putting in like all the full-time real estate stuff. Like it has actually changed so much that that piece of it would have taken over a huge portion of your business. Or it would have completely changed it. Like you're actually spending less time in real estate than you used to. Would you agree? Yeah, legit. Like, is this really the highest and best use of your time? I would say probably not. Yeah. Probably not. And after our our Tom Ferry event, he would say, what absolutely the hell? Not. <laughs> what are you doing? What yeah, are you doing? he would say, absolutely not. So... Oh. Beth, like this would be a great question for you to answer here is how do you know when it's the right time to bring someone in? I I don't even know if I have a specific answer to this. Um, This goes back to a lot of like these beginning podcast episodes that you and I talked about is you and I met for happy hour and you just started asking me questions about creative stuff. And I'm sure the majority of the answers, I just had deer in a headlight look in my face because I was like, (laughs) I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, you're like, yeah, duh. I post on social media. Uh, I had like absolutely no strategy going into it. Um, I did not send out weekly emails. I'm like, yeah, I sometimes post on Instagram and sometimes post on Facebook. And I had some like rinky dink little company posting all this weird stuff on my behalf. Um, So I think a lot of people think that they're doing it well, and they're really not. Mm -hmm. And then... It's a big thing to tackle. Yeah. It is a big thing to tackle. Well, you don't even know what you don't know. Yeah. So would would you say now someone growing a team that absolutely a creative needs to be on your team? Absolutely. Like it's a no-brainer at this point. Yes. Okay. Because I I would agree with that. Uh, And just like the weight that it would take off you, I would imagine, is is so worth it. 
where you can be putting that time. Yeah, the weight that, that it took off of me was massive. I'm like, oh, look, my social media following is actually growing. Oh, look, I'm getting actual business from social media. Oh, I guess this is a good investment in my business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, emails, emails Looky have there. great conversion. Yeah. Oh. So it's not to say that you can't do this yourself if you're willing to split up the roles, but it's really like dedicating the time and then recognizing, okay, if I'm at this point where this is feeling so overwhelming posting on social media or staying in touch with my clients via email. Like at what point do you need to just kind of take the leap and at least hire a VA to assist you? I would say like you Today. just, it's almost like you can't even afford not to at this point. Yeah. And with how everything is going, it's like Seth Godin said, the revolution yeah. is here, right? Every so, every conference, you don't even have to go to a real estate conference. No. You can just take any business course. You can just look at Gary V on social media or What's on up, Instagram, yep. and you will know that you need to you need to be doing videos. You need to be on social media. You need to be posting every single day. You need to be in stories, engaging with people, and do you know how to do all that? Like, if you don't, like, you need to create a person yesterday. So I think that that last sentence might have just completely overwhelmed a bunch of people listening to this because it is overwhelming to think about all the things that you have to do. But the reality is you can still start small and build up, but this needs to be in your 2022 marketing plan at the very least is hiring someone on to help you. Yes. Yeah, because the reality is, and we are hearing this time and time again, you're not going to have a real estate business in two years if you don't have a personal brand. You're not going to have a personal brand if you are not creating content. We're all content creators. Where is that content going to come from? Who is going to help you with it? You are still going to be the one that actually most likely does it unless you totally hire out, which that's a whole nother thing. And I have thoughts on that. We can save for another episode. Uh, but you are a content creator and you now need help because you now have a new role. Um, I can speak firsthand about this. Like I know that the mental, like a huge mental load was taken off my like shoulders when Christy came on board and we started to get a plan in place and she's like, okay, here's the plan. Here's what you need to do. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Thank God. Like this social media is not all haphazardy and all over the place. And it feels like me and it feels like my voice. And yeah, just there were just things I'm not good at. And I'm not even going to pretend like I want to learn how to do them. And I'll still tell you, I'm like, Christy, not interested in learning any of that. And you're like, OK, noted. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've, I've learned I've learned some things like there's just no reason to like share them just because it's completely the information you don't need it right and you already have so much going on on the real estate side so and to like when you mentioned that mental load being lifted like what that does for us as human beings if this is like a huge weight on you if you love it like this is your jam and you love it cool do it maybe you are your content manager maybe you are your va maybe you don't need one maybe you sell real estate you divide it up and that kind of thing and it works for you but if it doesn't and anything that we're saying feels overwhelming there are resources to help you absolutely yeah yeah growth involves a lot of work like setting yourself up for for success um determining what roles everyone should play on your team or within your business it just honestly with how fast the world is spinning right now it just doesn't seem like one person can wear all those hats and wear them well no and i also think that we need to accept that business is evolving and changing 
And that's okay. Yeah. Like we don't have to be stuck. Like we need to marry the old and the new, continue to do that. But we don't have to be stuck where growth is a negative or change is a negative. We can continue to evolve and accept that business just looks different than it did five, 10 years ago. Right? Like mm-hmm. it looked different 10 years before that. We're just in How a about huge, even just a year ago? Right? We're just, this is a very big transition right now. Yeah. So let's get real here, Beth. Like, what would someone listening to this is like, there is no fucking way I can afford to hire someone on, right? Like, how would like how would you help them? Like, how do they pay for it? How do they budget for it? Uh, like, where do they go from there? I feel like at this point with where the world's at and where social media is at and the importance of it in your business, you can't afford not to. Mm-hmm. You truly can't afford not to. So where I started personally was Christy and I started working together part time. Um, we set a budget that was reasonable, um, you know, for the amount of work that Christy did versus what was compatible with my budget. You know, we mm-hmm. figured that out and made sure that those that all aligned with each other. Um, and then this this year. Yeah, it was, oh my God. Like I know, everything's just so meshed together. So yeah, during COVID last year, we worked together part-time. And then you came to me with a proposal for morphing into a full-time position. We also started the team, so a lot of shifts needed to happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just because your role became so much bigger and more comprehensive. Um, so this year, it's been a full-time role. And primarily focusing on the team, and the like the team page, and my stuff personally, but then also a good portion of what Christy does is she's helping um, the team build their brand and their voices. Yeah, so, and we've now gotten to a point where I'm stretched too thin, yep. and so it's grow- it's growth again. So we've kind of been in this, this growth phase this entire year, and it's going to continue. Yeah. So we've really had to learn as individuals, you as the team founder, like as a team in general, like growth is kind of going to be what it looks like for quite a while. And that's okay. Like to be okay with that. Growth and change, really. Yeah. I think what was sort of like the eye-opening thing is really, and I like almost every conference that I go to, it's really determining what is the highest and best use of my time. Yes. I, you know, even though, and like I have an inner struggle because I am creative and because I have, you know, like a background in interior design. So, yeah, I am creative. But like all of this stuff is new and not necessarily in my wheelhouse. So the collaboration part of it I like, but the execution part of it is not the highest and best use of my time. I need to be out interfacing with clients, helping clients, solving problems for clients. Networking. Yeah, making, you know, new relationships with new potential clients. That's going to be the highest and best use of my time. And it's been a game changer since bringing the creative genius Christy into my, (laughs) like, into my workspace. I think something worth mentioning here and, and what you just explained there is a really good example of this is that, uh, you you're creative but you don't want to do all this other stuff it's very it reminds me of photography like a photographer is such a creative creative job yet 95 percent of my job was not actually taking the pictures and that is very (laughs) which is such a mind fuckery yes like what what do you mean like it's like obviously like there's so much more behind it and so this is a really good example when we say creative roles and we say 
uh, like what we just explained, so much of these roles is not the actual creative, like pro- like the creative creation, I guess, yes. right? So that is all the stuff that then becomes the overwhelm because it's not just throwing a pretty picture on Instagram. Right. There's so much more there. So I'm glad that you what brought it up that way. What time do you post? Way. What are the analytics? Yes. What is What do you need to write? What sort of hashtags do you put in there? Like, and just really <sighs> reminding, like, how are we going to serve our clients best? Like, and so there's so much more than just when we think oh a creative job like that piece of it and i think Mm -hmm. most creative jobs if not all get bulked into that when the reality is it's so much more yeah i think one of the biggest things that i've struggled and um if you have dabbled in getting a creative person on your team you can probably relate to this is getting stuck in scarcity i was like oh my god how can i afford this how you know I, i don't have enough money you know, there's just, I can't make this work and this is really scary. And, you know, are you sure I can't like grow my business another way? And every, every conference, every seminar I sit in on videos, social, like you need to be doing it all. And I'm like, how can I do it all? I can't even hardly manage one Instagram page, let alone all, like all is a lot. <laughs> um, and then, well, how much is this going to cost me? And really, really having having to do inner work on myself and really get out of that scarcity and come from a place of abundance yeah and like okay if i'm going to leverage this and free up my time i'm going to free up my time to go out and make more money yes so like and that's not to say you have to start really big you didn't start no nope. we started and, small and worked our way up yeah and so if you're like okay i can only afford i can i'm gonna bring on a va for five hours a week or whatever that looks like for you just to give yourself some help like think of the how much space that's gonna free up for you yes. if you actually stay um like disciplined and use that for something else yep and the strategy that a creative director, a marketing director is going to come up with content strategist, is going to come up with versus what you're just going to guess, right? Is, is going to be money well spent in the end, for sure. Absolutely. Okay, so I think another question, and this is really bringing anyone onto the team, at your team in general, right? Or if you're just a solo agent, like bringing someone on, then you're kind of a team at that point. And I know there are all the peop- other people on the back end of real estate transactions that kind of make you feel like you're always operating in a team. But how do you know who to bring on? Like, how do you find like a good fit? And like, what does that look like? That's such a good question. Yeah. So what's the magic answer to that, Christy? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Were you looking at me like I'm going to answer that yeah, question? I, I was on. actually. Um, <laughs> so for us, I think we're in a unique situation where we literally and this is so woo-woo, like the universe just kind of unfolded how it needed to. Like we had been friends for so long. We always thought of working together. You go back to like, I think our first or second episode where we really dive into that. Um, And it just naturally evolved, right? So Mm -hmm. for us, like, that's great. Like, do you know someone in your life that's a creative that you, like that energy would be really good? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe you do. Um, And so hiring like a virtual assistant, I guess would be a really easy place to start Mm -hmm. and finding someone that is not going to be just like um it's actually going to have like your business best interests at heart as well not just kind of like hitting go or hitting you know 
uh, making a very like kind of blah marketing plan, making it very similar to somebody else's, like finding someone with actual talent and someone that's actually going to really figure out and define your brand, like really have a good understanding of it. And that will work directly with you. So there are different kinds of VAs and they all approach things differently. So I think finding someone with a really good background that has expertise in many areas and then someone that has a really, really strong understanding of a brand and strategies behind mm-hmm. it, I think would be huge. So I think it's an interview process. For sure. Well, and like even at a minimum, could you hire an intern? You could hire an intern. I have mixed feelings on that, but yes, you could. Um, if you absolutely don't have a budget or your budget is just tiny, tiny, an intern would be a place to start. But the thing with that is most likely an intern is not going to have the experience and they're not going to be in it for the long haul. Yeah. So interns are great. I think interns are great. I think an intern would be better if that intern was helping your creative director or that intern was helping you with like on like the more personal side or like as an assistant kind of thing. Not to say that they're not capable, but I think an intern with really solid direction would be a really good route. However, if that's all you can do, get one. So moving into 2022, what would you say right now? I know many agents now are working on their business business plans for 2022. Mm-hmm. We are, the team is. What would you say right now to someone working on that? I would say you have to carve out a budget, even if it's small. Like when you're looking at your budget and your numbers, um, you need to get a creative person in a seat on the bus on your team. Um, start out small. We've like we've said several times throughout this episode, you got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. But it there is a very strong chance that it is not in your wheelhouse. And it's not the highest and best use of your time. If you're being honest with yourself, I'm sure that you're going to agree with us on this. Um, just start somewhere, but you're going to have to plan for a budget on it. So even if it's even if it's small, just do it. And then that's going to grow with time. Once the responsibility grows, your comfort level, and you're going to start reaping the rewards and the benefits of your business growing and your brand building, then you start building the budget and getting getting more um, specific people in specific roles. Yeah, and it's not an overnight thing. So that's another thing too. It's, it's not a very tangible thing when you first start working with a creative. It, it ta- it's going to need build time. Yeah. The work needs to start actually, you know, you need to put it out there and then it actually needs time t- to do the work. So yeah. that's another thing as well. And making sure that someone's really aligned with your business, uh, has a good understanding of your brand, is a good understanding of who you want to serve and how you want to do it. Like those are all really critical things, I think, when looking for someone. Yeah. Do you remember the episode with Taya? Um, when we had her on. Taya DeCarlo. Yeah. She she was talking about um, during COVID, she's like, oh, great. You know, she sells real estate in California. Like the world was shut down in California. Yeah. They couldn't hardly do anything. And she's like, OK, well, I have time on my hands. And so she just ordered a bunch of equipment online, like very inexpensive equipment, put a green screen in her backyard, in her her in her office, actually, it was like a yellow screen and started her Taya's Two Cents show. She literally did that thing on a shoestring budget mm-hmm. for a year. Yeah. And then her business coach is like, okay, like, look at who your audience is. Like, you are selling million dollar plus homes in California 
and you need to up your game, sister. Like what got you here isn't going to get you to where you want to be. And so then now she actually has like a video production studio that produces those videos for her. But she started out really small and those videos were great. Like there was nothing wrong with those videos. Her videos are awesome. Yeah. Now her videos are even better, but it got her traction. It got her the momentum. She started. Yeah. She did something. She's like, okay, what can I do? Well, I'm trapped here in quarantine in my house. What can I do? Oh, I can be recording videos. She came up with a clever name of Taya's Two Cents Mm -hmm. and she just like took that ball and ran with it. Yeah. So what can you do on a shoestring budget? What can you do? And if you're feeling like completely overwhelmed after this, like, we feel you. We get it. Reach out to us. We'll talk you off the ledge. <laughs> we'll talk you off the ledge. But also, like, this is why you, this is why you need help. If you don't even have a clue where to start, you need help. Yeah. And, like, it's okay. So 2022, get that creative person on your team if you don't have one already or expand if you need to. Um, you got to start somewhere. And now's the time. Yesterday was the time. Yes. But now's the time. (laughs) You are correct. So I'm always like totally open to answer questions to you. Like hit us up in the DMs on Insta uh, or send us an email. You can do that and we can sort of chat chat that way as well. So uh, until next time. Uh, Start getting creative. Start getting creative. And keep being a badass boss babe that you are and keep your face off a bus bench that's not part of your 2022 marketing strategy praise god (laughs) okay girls are you feeling as inspired as we are we're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the girl get your face off a bus bench podcast if you want more head over to girl get your face off a bus bench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here. 